positive look into my bookshelf, what I'm reading, what's inspired me, and what lessons to take away from it and apply to your own creative business. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. How exciting that I get to say that. So today we are on one of the first book-related episodes of season one. I briefly alluded to it in the intro episode, but reading was a really huge part of my burnout recovery and it's now a really ongoing piece of my creative routine too. Um, I love reading fiction, I love a good novel, don't get me wrong, but non-fiction is definitely where my, um, yeah, like where my love really lies, I think. So I wanted to kick things off by talking about a book that I think is really good, especially for those of you out there who might not identify as being immediately creative. Uh, Keep Going by Austin Kleon. If the name isn't instantly familiar, you may have seen uh, his most famous book around, uh, because it was very popular, I think still is, Steal Like an Artist, which I'm sure if you saw the cover of, you would uh, recognise. He also has a really good and inspiring weekly email newsletter as well, which I'd really recommend checking out. I'll leave a link to that in the show notes, because the stuff he sends out is really, really interesting and again like quite accessible stuff you don't necessarily have to be like an immediately creative person in order to like get stuff out of it I think he's great he's an author an artist poetry writer Uh, an example of what features in this book actually is some of his blackout poetry um, which is where you essentially have like a chunk of text and you black out certain words to make poems Uh, A very hard thing to describe, uh, but hopefully you know what I'm referring to. So Keep Going is one of his less famous books, I think, but one that I really, really loved. I picked it up from my local library recently, which was great. Shout out to my local library. And essentially the book is a very digestible, fun and accessible creative pep talk, basically. It's very short. It's around the 200 page mark. There's lots of illustrations in it as well, lots of quotes from famous creative people to kind of back up what he's talking about. And the book essentially walks you through 10 principles to stay creative in good times and in bad too. What I really liked about the book was a lot of the advice he gave wasn't advice that was kind of instantly cliche advice, I suppose. It wasn't advice that I kind of read and thought, oh, okay, I've heard that one before. It was very... You could tell he lived it, I think. Um, And I found so much of it not just painfully relatable, but really, really inspiring stuff. All the principles discussed in the book are actionable and accessible. My beef with books on creativity sometimes... And this is a beef I will definitely talk about more than once <laughs> because it's quite a, yeah, it's quite a, a big, a big beef, I suppose. Sometimes books on creativity aren't always very accessible. A lot of them are quite abstract in the way they talk about creativity and quite abstract in the advice that's being given or they kind of target themselves as only being for a certain type of creative. So, you know appealing to the very like you know 
artists, traditional artists and traditional creatives and maybe not very appealing to those of us out there that are more casually creative, I'd probably, like, that's a category that I would pop myself in sometimes and I think it's maybe a category that a lot of us, you know, feel like we belong to. So that's my beef with a lot of books on creativity and that's partly why I'm kind of discussing the books I'm discussing because I don't think they have to be like abstract books that are only for traditional artists and you know full of like these abstract principles or concepts and you know maybe a bit more spiritual leaning as well but anyway I digress um like I said that is a that is a big beef (laughs) big beef I have so yeah I mentioned that purely because I think this book is a real like antithesis to that like I said, everything is really accessible. It's really like grounded and down to earth. And it's really easy to read as well. It's really like fun to read. So the 10 principles, I thought it'd be fun if we went through a few of my favourite principles from the book. And ones that I think would be useful for us to consider in our creativity. And also ones that I think can definitely be brought into our business running as well. And yeah, principles that I think have interesting little nuggets. But I mean, the book is great. I I think you should get a hold of the book anyway, be it buying a copy um, or yeah, hopefully your local library has it as well. The first principle I want to discuss is the first one in the book, uh, which is simply called Every Day is Groundhog Day. And in that principle, Austin Cleon talks about the importance of a routine and having a routine as part of your creative practice. This is something I talk about a lot because I don't think that creativity and practicality are antithesis and they're not direct opposites. When we think about how we get things done in the day especially things like you know doctor's appointments or work for clients or meetings with people we have them in the calendar right we set aside space and time to do them which obviously makes sure that they are done I always find that we're very good at prioritizing client work when we run businesses or customer work or you know making sure certain tasks get done But then when it comes to ourselves and our own self-care, we won't diarise it, we won't pop it in our calendars. It's kind of a thing that's maybe on the to-do list, but not necessarily. So a big chunk of why I do what I do is because I want us to treat our creativity, our creative self-care with exactly the same priority that we do with our client work, with our customer work, with the, the work that makes us money because our self-care is also what makes us money and what keeps us thriving and happy and healthy. So we should be popping those in the diary and in the calendar. So for me, not only was that principle of, you know, having routines and keeping consistent on a practical level, not only was that like a good reminder for me personally, um, But also a good, I think, I've definitely been thinking about the relationship between creativity and practicality for quite a long time now. Because I think, yeah, I I think it's it's an underplayed relationship. It's an underrated relationship. They they don't have to be 
like at odds with each other. I think they complement each other really beautifully, actually. The second principle I wanted to mention as well, again, one that not only I feel like I talk about and think about quite a lot, but one that was a good personal reminder to me as well. Demons hate fresh air. And this essentially is, and we've all been there, we've all done it, when we're, you know, looking for inspiration or something's perhaps not flowing as we would like it to, and our instinct is to kind of, like, mentally chain ourselves to our desks until the ideas flow or until something happens. Our best work, and I mean this, both in the creative sense and in the actual kind of, you know, physical work you do our best work doesn't come from those times it doesn't come from the times when we're forcing things and really struggling and pushing and yeah even just saying that you can feel that the energy is like not quite right um so in the demons hate fresh air principle Austin Cleon talks about um the need to be outside and away from things so that we can let things percolate my best ideas never come from pushing. They always come from doing something unrelated. Um, and that, like I said, that can be like, you know, I, I or oh, hate using content creation. Um, sorry for using the phrase, but it was uh, all I could think of. <laughs> sorry, you're going to have a bit of ASMR with my cat purring um, in the background. Um, but yeah, go outside, touch some grass. It's... A really amazing thing that you can do uh, for your creativity and just for your brain in general. Having regular breaks in your workday is really, really important, and it's something that I think we don't do a lot of. Um, but yeah, so if you're hearing this and thinking, oh my goodness, uh, I need to take more of a break, I need to, you know, like have some outside time in the day, def- 100% factor that in. That's really, really important. The third principle I wanted to talk about as well, which I love, I think it's my favourite one, actually. This was a really interesting, like, reframe and, yeah, just a really interesting way of looking at our creativity and a way of looking at our business as well. The principle in the book is called Make Gifts and it basically is the idea that when we're creating anything a reframe that we can have is to think of them as gifts we're making for other people. Pushing this back to our businesses for a second, you know, when we talk about appealing to our ideal clients and making sure that, you know, we're making something that, like, creating businesses that other people would want to buy into, uh, you know, when we create content, thinking about our dream clients, etc., etc., it's kind of around that idea in a way um the idea that when we create something regardless of you know whether it's something practical or like a new service we're creating or like a course or whatever thinking about it as a gift is such a nice way to think about it you know um thinking of it in the sense that we're you know we're creating something for somebody else we're creating something that is not only going to appeal to like our dream customer and get our sales and all that but something that they will like genuinely actually love which I think is really important I mean how much more fun does it feel 
to think of our businesses as a gift to think of what we're offering to other people as a gift that feels so much nicer than thinking about you know our client avatars or our dream clients or what have you um you know when we think of it as like a gift that we can give somebody um that's yeah it's just like I just love it. It's, it's a reframe I really, really love and I think is really... Um, if you take, like, one thing away today, um, yeah, remember that your your business is a gift. What you do is a gift. One quote I wanted to share from this section, actually, which I think will um, be helpful and kind of supports this idea. If you get lucky one day and a big audience shows up for what you do, chances are there will only be a handful of people whose opinion means anything to you. So you might as well identify those people now, make gifts for them, and keep making gifts for them. Right? Um, yeah. I <laughs> could not agree more. The example he gave in the book as well, um, which was something I didn't know actually, is that a lot of the really famous like stories for kids um, exist because they were a gift for somebody else. So apparently the A.A. Uh, a. Milne, who wrote the Winnie the Pooh books, had written those for his son originally. And The Hobbit, I didn't know this, um, but C.S. Lewis had encouraged J.R.R. Tolkien to write down all the stories he like told his kids um, and to put them like in a book and give them as a gift to his kids. And obviously we know how that ended up. But... Um, yeah, so many so many things in the world exist because they've been like created for somebody else and then shared to like give joy. And um an example that I was kind of thinking about for my personal life was I um I love different crafts. I love like making things. And when I make something intended to be a gift for somebody else, part of like the joy that I get from it is of course giving it to the person and that person having a gift but also the fact that I have been through the process of making and that I have been through the process of um you know like having fun creating it and you know learning new skills along the way and things like that so yeah remember that what you do and what you create and what you give to the world is a gift so I want to close off with yeah would I the the question that I guess I'll be asking at the end of all these book related episodes would I recommend this book yes a hundred percent I absolutely loved it I think it would make a really lovely gift for the creative person in your life and for the business person in your life as well if it isn't you obviously if you want to gift it to yourself then please do um but I think, like I said at the start of this episode, a lot of what I love about the book is the fact that it is so like relatable and down to earth and accessible and isn't kind of full of ideas that like aren't very relatable. I think this is a really good pep talk to just have around and keep on your desk. Um, I got so much out of it and I wasn't expecting to with a book that was like that short and that small um and that wasn't that text heavy but I got so much out of it and I hope that the little bits that I've shared about the book in here as well um 
is helpful too and inspires you to read it if you haven't checked it out or even if you're unfamiliar with Austin Cleon's work I definitely want to check out his other books which I think to be fair are kind of more for like I guess people who would consider themselves as creative and maybe have like a creative career and things like that but if you're looking for a book to inspire you if you're looking for a book to kind of like fire you up and to yeah and to just kind of cheer you up just make you feel good I think Keep Going by Austin Cleon is definitely one to check out. Cool. I'm going to leave it there for now. Next week I will be back discussing creativity and overwhelm. And yeah, I've got loads of lovely tips that I'm going to share about that uh, about that topic for you. So yeah, I can't wait to speak to you next week. Have a wonderful week and I will speak to you very soon.